listening to Sports Radio Detroit. Grave discussions. I am one terrible limb on the beast that is Barnabas and your favorite co host in the world, Samael. All right, that was a little pretentious. I kept You're it nice always pretentious. And simple, and you just say that shit. Nerd. You're a nerd. <laughs> you're a nerd. We're all nerds, and if you're a horror nerd like us, then we hope that you're enjoying our show, and then we hope that you enjoy this episode as well. Yes, yes, yes. We have been, we have been alluding to this in many episodes. So get ready for today's grave discussions we're gonna be talking about 80s homage movies i'm pretty hype yeah man we want to talk about this for a while because there have been a few that have been overlooked like they're not out there as you see i showed you one what was that was that last week or the week before it was like the week before or i don't know last week i think, I think it was last week yeah. i don't and you know you've never heard of it yeah. obviously up until this point and neither have i until i did some digging i had to google like movies like I, I googled like '80s type modern yeah. horror movies. Like that's what I had to Google, yeah. and all this stuff popped up. And they're like, uh, and I took put in like Halloween homage movies and like Halloween ripoffs. And then yeah, that's how I found all those slashers. Yeah, man, and yeah, I've had, just had a good time just learning about all these slashers because I've been able to watch a bunch of cheesies '80 horror, and that was the golden era, and it will never be topped. And that's I don't know, bro. I just watch modern movies, and I, yeah. I feel like I just like watch someone get an abortion yeah i I just can't do it wow that's a interesting like analogy (laughs) yeah yeah i'm not just i'm not gonna talk about it any further because we already discussed this last episode and i don't want (laughs) to get heated again no i feel you but we're gonna (laughs) talk about happy things yeah we're gonna we're gonna have a great discussion on 80s homage films um we've got a couple really really good ones um in stock understatement so, yeah no they're great that's coming up in just a little bit we're going to start off this episode with all the horror news that's dun, dun, around dun. the interwebs so first things first this one's exciting especially for you sam yes so. i've been dying for this movie so the new Halloween that I've been talking about is coming out, hopefully by this Halloween, allegedly. Yeah, What's right? it called? Halloween? I think it's just... This is Halloween? Halloween. I thought it was, like, something else. Oh, I guess. David Gordon's Halloween, which is a sequel to John Carpenter's Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Uh, <laughs> so, James Jude Courtney, he's a stuntman and an actor. He was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and he's, like... He's a big dude, you know. He's bigger than the original Michael. He's like 6'3". Original Michael was about 5'10". So he was a bit on the short side, you know. Michael Myers wasn't always this this Hollywood idea of this giant guy that was just going to snap That was, that was the neck. cool thing because they made... Like, they did the cinematography so well that they made him look, like, huge and menacing. Yeah. And, like, scary. Just the right angles that you have to use. And Halloween yeah, exactly. did a good job at that. They didn't have yeah. to cast... I got... 
like, holy shit, I burped my lungs out. But they didn't have to t- t- uh, cast a guy like Tyler, who was like 6'8", yeah. to play Michael Myers, and then just zoom in. Like, look how fucking big he is. Yeah. You see the top of the door? That's where his head is. It's like, all right, we get it. But then the first one, when he came in as like the with like the sheet on, like as the ghost, yeah. he looked really tall. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know about this James Jude, Jude Courtney guy, but... It's uh, good that the original... Uh, in this, uh, well, sequel, I guess. Sequel? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in this random Michael Myers movie sequel, Nick Castle, the guy who played the shape in the original Halloween, 1978, John Carpenter's, he's going to be making a cameo. And, um, you know, originally they asked James Jude Courtney, like, yo, we're going to have this guy. He's the original Michael. He's going to make a cameo in the movie. Are you cool with that? I know we already cast you as Michael and all, so we'd have to run this by you. He's He, he was cool with it. I mean, he said it was an honor and everything. Yeah. And Bro, if I was, like, for, you know... Just to compare, like, if I was cast as Jason Voorhees and somebody was like, yo, we're going to have uh, you play yeah, Jason in some parts and we're going to have Kane Hodder in some. I'd be like, cool, man. I'd be like, Hell, do you want to just have him do all of it? Yeah. Like, that's I'd fine. i like, can I just watch him do it and I'll be <laughs> yeah. in the background, like, behind the tree, like, yeah. holding my mouth. I'll just dress up in the costume and you can just pay me. Like, Can, can I do the scenes where he walks from one place to yeah. that's all I want? <laughs> Dude, yeah, so I, I totally understand that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't um, wait to see this. I I mean I I can't recall who this this new Michael Myers is uh Mr. Courtney uh No, I think that's Nick Castle. Oh. Okay. I don't sure. know. There's a picture on this article um but I I don't know who it is. But yeah, anyway, that's that's pretty awesome. I mean, obviously like will you be able to tell that it's Nick Castle? Yeah, yeah, he has Michael. Cuz see like Michael wasn't this like slow lumbering giant, you know, entity. He was yeah. He was just this guy. He was a fucking scary guy. Scary guy, who crazy guy who yeah. broke out of a mental institution, killed a mechanic, took his overalls, and stole a mask and some rope. Yeah. And <laughs> that's normal. You remember right. in that original Halloween? What? What? Some kids probably broke in. Right. Oh, what did they take? A mask, some <laughs> knives, some rope. It's like, hey, you're not gonna like look into that. Right. Like, I'm gonna steal a Halloween costume. Might as well get my mom that knife and rope she needed. <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck? That's why 80s. Well, that was before the 80s, but yeah. That's why old horror is great. It's just so cheesy, yeah, and I can't wait to see this new one. Hopefully, even if it's not like, I heard it was supposed to have like a 80s feel to it. Because I've been looking up on this for like it's been like a year yeah, now, <laughs> more than a year that I've been waiting for this. I think, I think it will. Since especially they started whispering about it on Reddit and everything. Especially since uh, John Carpenter is like the producer or whatever. Yeah, it has to. Like, I mean, that caught my attention immediately. Yeah. I, I saw that in a like a Facebook headline a year yeah. and a half, and I looked it up, and it was already like two week old news, and I was like, fuck, why wasn't I informed? I follow all these yeah, pages, like. Why didn't the production company message me directly? Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> like, can you guys like just be like, hey, we got a new movie coming up. Everyone's a fan. You're invited yeah. to watch. Like, oh, fuck, I knew I was invited. <laughs> I just had to be spoken of. Come, yeah. come, let me know, bro. You gotta let everyone know. That's real news. All right. Yeah. We don't care about how big Kim Kardashian's ass is or how fucking crazy Kanye is gone. I don't. Bro, if, if Sam Raimi was coming back as like the director of Evil Dead. That's how I would feel. I'd be like, yo. Yeah. Like, let me get in on that, yeah. like, three months in advance. I'd be know? like, can I be a demon in the movie? Yeah, I'll just be like, I'd can like, I be an extra just eating soup, like, in the background? <laughs> right? Like, can I just be, like, the guy at the diner for yeah. five seconds who's just staring at his empty bowl? Like, I'd be like, just it? let me shake Bruce Campbell's hand and talk to him for, like, five minutes. <laughs> right? Like, forever. <laughs> I would give up my children to hear Bruce Campbell fart to a walkie-talkie. Like, 
I would. <laughs> <laughs> Not to that extent, bro. Well, okay. But next up, um, I'm ex- really excited for that. I'm also pretty excited for this, even though I haven't seen all the movies. I've only seen like the first two or something. Um, but there's a new... You scared the shit out of me back in the day. Really? There, there's a new Puppet Master movie coming out. Of course, when I was a kid, they scared me. Yeah. Talking Toilet scared me. You ever see that movie? <laughs> the eight, uh, I don't know if it was a 90s movie, but like... There's a kid in his toilet had like eyes and teeth oh, and I was shit. talking to him and he was like, give me your pee-pee. And I was like, <laughs> bruh, I was scared to fucking take shits That's weird. on toilets for like three months. That's weird. And I wasn't even that a horror movie. That must have sucked. I love toilets. I bet you do. Not like that. Uh-huh. 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 You heard so, it here live. <laughs> you heard it first. So the new movie is called Puppet Master the Littlest Reich. And, it uh, sounds very Nazi. Yeah, if I, if I, want, I remember correctly, I think one of the like dolls is like a Nazi or something. The Littlest Reich. Is that yeah. what they? Is that what Shark Jumping led to? Is the I Shark? Don't know. Was it like part one? It's an evil puppet. <laughs> you know what? Part two, it's evil Nazi puppet. Turns out yeah, he's basically. a German German warrior. No, I don't. War, even, you know why I don't even war, think that Shark Jumping? Because they barely make money on those movies. You know. I mean, still they want to keep people like. Well, yeah, but they're just continuing on with the series. It's basically just, what Friday the Thirteenth. I think it's just bad ideas. And Halloween. Well, yeah, for sure. Like, like they're terrible, hor- <laughs> fucking horrible. I mean, the first two are actually still better like, than anything that iconic. comes out today. Yeah, I agree. I'd rather have a terrible sequel to a good movie because it still has that feel to it. Right. It's like, wow, that was a really shitty movie, but I liked yeah. what it did and how it's I mean, true this, to the original. The, the special effects and CGI and shit definitely like got better as the Puppet Master franchise went on from like what I've seen, but it's still like super cheesy. You I'd, know? I'd rather see like the '80s, like you know like makeup I don't know man something was different about it like yeah like the practical effects yeah like it yeah, looked real like I mean it, that was my know, favorite when someone would just rip someone's face off and yeah. would just see it see it yeah man. even you though you knew it was moving. fake yeah. you could see it it was great my favorite it wasn't just a computer generated shit I agree uh, my favorite like, like practical effects makeup <laughs> sorry but let me cause I think oh, a lot of people will <laughs> I think a lot of people will agree with me and mine has to be uh the transformation sequence and like the actual thing itself in american werewolf in london the werewolf damn it's been a while since i've seen that yeah but dude that is like one of the most iconic special effects makeup because they show him like growing the hair and like his limbs are like elongating and shit and he's like becoming the werewolf <laughs> and it's like excruciating because he's just like screaming the whole time like it's disturbing you know and but they did all that practical effects work to make like the werewolf come alive and that's just so dope because in the movie like the werewolf looks like really terrifying you know and it's all practical practical was the best for me it was uh friday the 13th the final chapter at the end when uh tommy hit jason in the face with the machete Mm -hmm. and the machete got like stuck in his head and you see the blood squirting out that was really good that was not cgi that was not computer generated that was all practical it's your fault tommy (laughs) well you tommy no but the new puppet master is coming out um let me see if there's like a release date but there's the plot synopsis is um during a road trip to a convention for the 30th anniversary of the infamous toulon murders a comic book nerd his new girlfriend and his best friend come face to face with a set of sadistic nazi puppets out for blood a a reimagining of the charles band classic i already like it you know why (laughs) yeah me too during a road trip to a convention yeah we're not looking into the backstory of the characters we were talking about about, yo people are going to do something and shit just happens yeah, exactly. We were, what should we, we were talking about that. We a, the classic scene. The I classic. Mean, I don't know. That's the classic horror movie setup. Yeah, for, for that's especially the evil, for that's like, like a, the Evil Dead setup. Yeah. <laughs> 
and the cabin in the woods. Yeah, we're all going to a cabin in the middle of <laughs> right. fucking nowhere. Um, so as far as I can tell, I don't see a release date for it yet. Uh, this this article actually talks about a bunch of movies. I'm really excited for Hereditary. I just saw that um, new A24 movie. They've been killing it with all of their stuff. It comes at night. Um, I think they did Killing of a Sacred Deer, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't seen that, but I heard good things. A um, bunch of other ones. Anyway. Um, oh, you know what else comes out this year? What? The Nosferatu CGI remake. Oh, yeah, you're telling me about they, that. Uh, they're about to CGI new actors into the classic mm-hmm. movie and still make it silent, but make it have sound. Well, not silent. You know what I mean? Yeah, silent, yeah, yeah. like, style. You know, black and right, white. Right, right. I didn't mean, make it silent, but make right. it have sound. Like, you just got to, like, yeah, black sit right next to your TV to hear it. Yeah. No, that's not what I meant. It's just black and white. Gotcha. So, all right, last bit of news here. Um, I wanted to talk about this one. I didn't actually read that much about it, but I've got the article up. But I've heard some things. Um, this is a movie called Pie Whack It. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, uh, hold on. Let me see what it's about. I think it's got, I think it's like a monster movie. Um, yeah, pitchfork scarred figures. I don't know. This article is actually comparing it to Lady Bird, um, which I wouldn't say it was like a feminist movie, but it was a female driven film in which they like, you know, kind of explore like feminism and all those kind of like female themes or female centered themes. And I think uh, this Piwak is also about or focuses on like a young girl but i can't really see what it's about it kind of looks like pie whack it is like the name of like this being from like the woods or or this oh it says a demon that represents the materialization of dwelled up negative thoughts so i think that that's what the pie whack it this thing looks actually like it's is. gonna be good i think so yeah this looks like it's gonna be really good yeah i, I think so too um, cause it, it's like a new demon, like monster movie. That's like a new idea for a demon too. That's what I like. Yeah. It's not like some regurgitated, well, it feeds on your yeah, fear. Yeah. It's like a dick. <laughs> it's a lot of like these like rights and stuff like that. Like, you know, and like these foreign countries and shit, mm-hmm. which actually we're going to talk about a movie like that later. But, um, yeah, I, I also did not see that there was like a expected release date for pie whack it but um keep that one on your radar like i said i don't really know too too much about it yeah, i don't even know what you mentioned now so i'm gonna go look it up too yeah i don't know if there's a trailer either um obviously i'm really prepared but <laughs> <laughs> but um it sounds good and i've been hearing like i've been seeing articles and stuff about it like just giving it praise pretty much so right now we're gonna move on to our first segment of the episode first real segment the terrifying trailer of the week i've been waiting for this <laughs> so actually uh, two weeks from now we're gonna have our review of this film up because we're probably gonna go out? see it next week yeah next friday is it next friday april 6th oh fuck it's april next yeah. week Holy april shit. 6th a quiet place none other if you've probably been hearing about this one like everywhere uh jim from the office is starring in it and he's also the director and i think he might even be the writer i'm not sure fuck but yeah john krasinski who played jim i can't believe it he's i know i i never thought i, was I didn't in, like, know a that until movie, now i just i remember he's a really good actor though like he can do it probably could man i'm not doubting him because yeah. you know if a movie's like i don't know usually if i'm this hyped for a movie it's either really good or it's totally shit yeah, I mean, uh, right now, 
actually, I think today I saw something about it, like a post. Um, currently, it's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, not, you know, the movie hasn't come out yet or anything, but, like, previewings and shit like that. It's got 100%. How can, so. how can we get in on that? Right? I know. <laughs> one, can, one, one of these Can days. someone uh, send us a uh, you know, notification? You know, just let us know. Uh, just send us some, like, advanced screening tickets yeah, for, like, yeah. two weeks ahead of time so we can watch your movie and review it, and then you get some good ratings and shit. Greatly people, appreciated. People will go. <laughs> at least 150 people will go and like see your movie yeah right. <laughs> so better than none so uh get on that we've, I, we've yeah we've both already watched it but we're gonna check out the trailer anyway since coming out next week and we plan on going to see it and, and reviewing it so um if you've already seen it which you probably have you know that it's dope or at least i hope you know that because it is um but we're gonna check it out so here we go like because always um we're just going to be playing you the audio from the video pretty much. So if you wanted to actually have the video along with it, then just check it out on YouTube or wherever, IMDb or something. Just watch the official trailer. It's the one that's 2 minutes and yep. 46 seconds. If you see one that's 2 minutes and 44 seconds, and if you're wondering that's it, that's probably it. Just open it. Yeah. Just watch it, bro. Here we go. And it might be kind of quiet because it's a quiet place. See what you did there. I love it already. <laughs> like, I've seen it, and I'm like, oh my god. There he is. Alright, that's, that's a good place to stop it for right now. It was just quiet the whole time. Yeah. Eerie atmosphere. There's music letting you know that, like, something's near or something's keeping an eye on them. It's just, That's what it seems like. It's just creepy. Like, even though the sun like, is know out. something like, weird is happening. Yeah, even yeah. though the sun is out, you know something's wrong. There's this, like, dread. That's all you in know. the score, yeah. Yeah, the score is really good. Yeah. I hope, it, I hope like, this is the actual score in the film and not just the trailer. Yeah, I hope they're not just walking quietly. <laughs> I mean, that would kind of be dope, too, because that's, like, the whole point of the movie. But we'll talk about that. Let's continue. Uh, there better not be, like, no dialogue in this movie until 18 Oh, no, I doubt it. I doubt it. Shit better hit the fan quick. I didn't come to watch the calm part of your life. <laughs> it might... It feels like it might be, like, a little slower, but not much. No, the... You know? oh, okay, see, that's fucking scary. Yeah. Imagine that shit. <laughs> if they can't hear you... Nah, one of them knocks that shit over. Aha! Alright. Holy fuck. So, <laughs> we see him knock that thing over by accident. First of all, why they have anything made of glass, I don't know, but I guess they can't have an open flame around, so whatever. But. As soon as that happens, the fire makes the too fan. much noise. Put it in a jar. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> when, um, when does this take place? Like 1800s before people knew anything? No, nah, bro. Is I think it's supposed to take place in modern times. Yeah. Good. We need natural but, selection. Yeah. Thank you, demons. <laughs> so, actually, That's what well, I pay you for. <laughs> I think the premise is kind of that 
a lot of humanity may have been like wiped out by these things because we're like a, such a loud culture. Yeah. So these like creatures appeared and just hunted everybody, and it's only like the people like this who are like who have learned to stay silent and done what they needed to do to like not tip them off are the ones that are still alive like obviously the creatures are probably like there but they don't attack them seemingly unless they make noise so it's kind of weird like it's interesting you know like there's this mystery behind it and i love when movies horror movies especially do that and especially with like monster movies this is a metaphor for something it has to be probably i think it's a metaphor for how fucking loud we are (laughs) this is no mythological demon (laughs) no no no, no. i've never heard of it's like crazy like monster I, I don't know it's hard to explain like that's why i want to figure it out like i want to watch this movie mainly to figure out what the creatures are and like what they look like and stuff you know what if it's just like a donkey with a lion head? yeah yeah it could be <laughs> <laughs> and also this movie is like pretty uh revolutionary as well because it's like one of the first films like it's not a silent movie but it, the characters are actually like primarily using sign language like asl yeah because they have to otherwise the yeah alleged monster they can't talk. entity yeah. comes for them so i think that's genius and actually the um the girl actress like the daughter um she's actually deaf in like real life holy shit so like that's how you know that's how you know it's gonna be legit because like they actually have a deaf person on set I was gonna say that's not acting then you know (laughs) like that's real like that's like if you're like yo you wanna cast this blind guy as a blind guy like yeah what's what's he gonna do doesn't really matter does it like (laughs) fuck we can just tell him yeah he just has to sit there and be blind like damn yeah (laughs) but no the girl's actually deaf so it's interesting having that like I would imagine it's interesting having that like on set like you gotta have somebody special there that like knows sign language and like you like you can translate and stuff like that you yeah know? it would be a hassle just to learn it <laughs> but it adds so much to the movie it adds like this authenticity mm-hmm. you know like damn okay if it was all people who could actually like hear stuff and they you know could talk or whatever then we'd all know that they're all acting and it's like kind of faker because of that you know but now it's like you actually have somebody who's deaf so I don't know. It's, it's interesting. All right, we'll, we'll continue. You can tell they're scared as fuck, too. They've probably dealt with it before. Fuck. That's why there was that scratch on the wall. Do you think she actually screams there in the movie? Mm-hmm. No. Do you think it's quiet? I don't know. Unless maybe. she dies right there. Uh, maybe. She might. That would be crazy Unless if she Unless that's died. the ending scene. That would suck. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I really hope they don't, I don't think it's on a cliffhanger, cliffhanger just so no. they can do another fucking it's, It seems like stuff is actually going to resolve itself in one way or another. But I love this trailer because it makes it suspenseful. Or it could be one of those Without movies. giving away anything. It could be, but could we be don't know. It could be one of those movies where everyone dies. But it's super intriguing. It is. And I that's why I want to see it. on. Yeah. And let's, it does, does, hey, let's do something different. Let's, read, let's read some comments. You want to read some comments? All right. Just for a little bit. I'd probably just move. Uh, it's Dwight and Moe's trying to scare Jim. All right. I fart a lot. Dead by dawn. <laughs> <laughs> I 
sneezes. If you have allergies or sleep apnea, you are doomed. <laughs> um, Jim wears Pam. That one's kind of typical. Wonder what the script looks like. <laughs> it's just a bunch of blank pages. You got Alien Covenant music playing. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, man. Uh... Is the whole movie in ASL that makes me so excited? I'll finally have a good movie to see with my friends. So proud that they learned ASL for their part. Yeah, they did, which is also really impressive. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Like, I think that's a good comment because it adds this whole dynamic. But to answer your question, not that you're going to listen to this probably, but to answer your question, I don't think that the whole movie's in ASL. I think there is going to be some dialogue at some point, probably. But I don't know. I'm willing to like make that bet. We'll okay, see there's it. another one saying they used the soundtrack from Alien Covenant. Yeah. I was wondering, like, wow, this I, sounds kind of fucking. I don't even. I don't even want to say this one. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. Get out the shotgun and make some noise. Yeah, I'm sure that. I that's hope there's no smart. M Night twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's is what we were just saying. No, I don't think okay. so. No, this is uh, John Krasinski, uh, Jim. <laughs> But, I mean, I agree with that. Something original? Cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cloverfield? Shut the fuck up. Hario? <laughs> Shut up, Hario? <laughs> Added volume. Can't hear anything weird. Plays Shia LaBeouf song very loudly. <laughs> Damn, you'd be drawing two monsters. You'd be drawing the monster from this movie and Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You don't need him coming you wouldn't, you. He wouldn't survive. He beat uh, up Tom Hardy. From, yeah, right. Uh, it's the leftist monster hunting anyone who wants to exercise free speech. What the fuck? <laughs> Shut up. Maybe that might be the social... You don't social- know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about, Lowell Williamson. <laughs> All right, I think that's good enough for now. So, yeah, um, A Quiet Place. It's coming out April 6th in the U.S., so that's next Friday. Or April the 6th, like, whenever you're listening to this. 8.5 out of 10. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's on got 100, 100% right now on Rotten Tomatoes. Metacritic so. gave it 79, I wonder. I mean, that's pretty good for Metacritic, honestly. Yeah, they don't really award... it as fuck. Yeah, they don't really award, like, even over 80 for, like, most films. So, all right. Um, we're really excited for that. Look out for our inner, or our review of A Quiet Place. Um, so that should be up the Wednesday following April 6th. So Can't wait for that shit. I'm really excited, bro. Next up, we have one of our favorite segments. Yes. The Cult Corner. Anticlimactic. I'm so tired. Me too, bro. I feel you. But we're going to power through this podcast and give you guys a great one because we love all of you and we want to make a great podcast for everybody. So um, for this week's Cult Corner, we've got a really classic, great film by actually somebody that we were talking about not too long ago, John Carpenter. Dun, dun, dun. It's Prince of Darkness. Guess who's starring in this movie too? Donald Pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder where that came from. No, this is almost... This is like, this is like nine years later or something, like eight or nine years. Yeah, you're right. Because what was Halloween? Yeah. 79? 78. 78? Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, like... Yeah, nine years. Later. Nine years, yeah. So, oh, sometimes I'm bad at math. <laughs> I know, right? You're being exhausted yet, too? <laughs> yep. But, but yeah, this was dope. I love this like, we had a, That cameo from Alice Cooper was badass. Yeah. <laughs> he was like the first fucking... Like, what, what would you Possessed call it? thing or like whatever. I don't yeah, know. He was leading the horde, basically. Yeah. I like this. But it was just such an original idea for the film. Because mm-hmm. like you, you'd kind of be... If you were like not John Carpenter... 
honestly, for me, I would be kind of scared because if I had this idea or was given this idea of like, all right, there's this uh, like unholy demonic presence, right? And it just looks like this green goo or something like that, right? That's what it looked like. It was, yeah, it was, it was green to, matter it was or something. Satan's essence or whatever. It's, yeah, like the essence of evil or something mm-hmm. like that. So imagine if it was just about this like like this matter like this essence that looked like green goo it's just like floating around in a like a glass container at this uh what was it a, a, yeah a deserted church yeah it was in the basement right yeah and imagine if it was just like all right this whole movie who just, just takes a, place around this container the, who would abandon the church and be like hey guys let's not forget the devil goo that can destroy right. the world yeah. <laughs> nah it's okay no one will find it it's in the basement yeah but the whole thing is just about that what pretty if much got it Right. No, it's like this big glass thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I feel you. I remember that. <laughs> Everyone started... How yeah. did they get first infected by it? They started staring at it too Well, much? they like found it somehow. Yeah, and then they like just kept, you know, doing research and stuff about it. Like they brought in all these like smart people, like physicists and shit. And like some people... And, like to, computer like, programmers and, and stuff like that. And they used the translate the fucking yeah. uh, the code that it was giving or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And then it turns out it was like giving you like ancient manuscripts that saying yeah, some like shit that. about Satan came yeah. from the... <laughs> Satan is the son of the evil god. There's God and there's yeah. the evil god, like good and evil. Yeah. And Satan is the son of the evil god, which isn't canon, but <laughs> you know, like. But it was interesting, story. like yeah, it was a nice take concept. on it. Because <clears throat> so even though you know all that is kind of happening, it's not boring like at all. Like it gets more and more suspenseful as like more of these characters examine it and they like get like possessed by it basically somehow and then there's like this like group of like zombie things that Alice Cooper was a part of <laughs> yeah Alice Cooper was leading the yeah. the horde of uh it was probably like some sort of rock and roll homage to thriller like I'm yeah. just saying it was just- <laughs> but I mean uh Donald Pleasance is in it he plays the priest and he offers like this uh cool parallel sort of because you know he's approaching this from like a holy godly side like a theological side mm-hmm. and all the other characters are like scientists like researchers kind of what's happening now with like a lot of issues but yeah Dan you know, kind of called it ahead of time yeah but he actually like believes in like satan and all that stuff so he has to try to convince these scientists that you know this is like a real threat and they have to uh, get out <clears throat> so there's this there's really incredible uh practical effects work like mm-hmm. we were talking about the score too the score is so good the score was creepy and the atmosphere of the movie mm-hmm. the atmosphere was great it was dark yeah. uh it wasn't like boring dark because you know you got those movies where nothing happens yeah in this there was like sort of like there's this tension mm-hmm. that like you know something's about to happen and then we find the goo yeah and then that's when all hell breaks loose literally and yeah, then literally. satan comes out and then mm-hmm. he tries to like summon the evil god through this mirror, right? Is that yeah, what yeah, I think so. Something and then like didn't someone sacrifice themselves to like? I believe so. To like push him through it, wasn't it the girl? Yeah, she I think was I stuck remember there. that. She was stuck of. there with the evil god yeah, at the yeah. end. Like she tackled like. Did she tackle Satan through the mirror, or did they? Kill? I think like he was like mid like transformation or something. I don't know. Yeah, like the evil god Satan was it's there, but he minute, was reaching yeah. in there to the evil god, and like yeah, he was yeah, trying yeah. to like like pull him over or something he's trying to pull him over something like that but it's a really incredible movie like this that's kind of what i like you know like it kind of seems like your typical like 80s horror movie in ways like it's got a lot of those elements but it's also scary and suspenseful because it makes you think yeah that's why i really like this film because it touches on a lot of these 
controversial topics like religion, science and religion, God, yeah, yeah science, what we kind of believe in and what we think we know to be true, like without a doubt. And there's two completely like opposing viewpoints. And it's not like what we normally think too. Like we're sometimes in this film, we're kind of on the side of religion. Like, oh, you know, maybe there is more out there. Like you don't know. Yeah, you, you don't. Know? I think that that's what this film alludes to. Like, and uh, I don't know. This was just one of those like, please don't make a remake of this movie. Like, yeah. This was this was one of those like this I was actually it's like, perfect how it is. I don't know if you guys ever heard of this, but this is like, I'm pretty sure it has a cult following, obviously. But this is like low key. Yeah. I mean, it's a John Carpenter movie. A lot of people know about it, but it's not quite to, like, the popularity as Halloween, obviously. Yeah, it's not. I think it's because it was, like, late 80s where people were still focusing on slashers. But honestly, I think this is probably in one of his, like, top three films. I think so. Vampires, Halloween, and this. Yeah. Yeah. Not in that order. I would say Halloween... Vampires. Yeah. No, Halloween than this. I would say this probably. I would say yeah. this. Vampires was great. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, no. There I was a it. bunch of other, a bunch of other better would, vampire movies. Yeah, I would vampires. say. I would say like. Not Lost that this Boys. wasn't like one of the. <laughs> yeah. You know, like pioneers of it, but. Right. right. Well, they, they were kind of like the pioneers of making those like. John Carpenter was like the pioneer making those like vampire hunter movies you know what I'm saying because they had yeah. the crossbow they had all that Yeah, they were like Van Helsing style type shit so right. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to modernize it I guess yeah no I, I feel you he, he honestly he revolutionized a lot of stuff yeah he did he's um, a legend but yeah so that's it's kind of Prince of Darkness pretty much I was gonna say it's Hopefully John Carpenter lives forever. Yeah. Because we just lost Wes Craven not too long. Yeah, ago. he's pretty, like, he's older now. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't want him to, and I'm not saying he's going to any time soon, but no, that would, that would really suck for yeah, sure. Man, like, like him and Toby Hooper. and Holy shit, that would be crazy. Yeah. And uh, who else was there? Tommy Lee Wallace. Did he die? I'm not sure. Tommy Lee Wallace? I don't, yeah. I don't think he's dead. I'm not sure. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. I haven't, had, I haven't read yeah. up on old directors. And, <laughs> I mean, it's... Yeah. But, you know, speaking of old directors and 80s-style films, I think it's a good segue into our main segment of the week. So, for our main segment this episode, um, we're going to talk about 80s homage films. So I'm going to this for a minute. Yeah, me too. Uh, we've been talking about 80s movies pretty much, well, pretty much like the whole show yeah. for the most part, but definitely this episode too. And, uh, you know, we do like to mix it up with newer films. And we're going to do that, but... I guess this kind of does talk about newer films because there's they're they're homage films, you know, like they come out. Yeah, they're not now. New, they're not new, but you know, oh, yeah. they're within ten years. Yeah, of ten years. Pretty much all of them, honestly. Yeah. So, first of all, before we get into naming them and all of this kind of stuff, right? I guess we should probably examine why these films exist in the first place, you know, because of like all the eras of horror when a film is made in like a certain style and this doesn't apply all the time obviously but for the most part when you think about a movie like that a horror film you know what's like the one decade that is emulated or embodied the most 1980s of course that's like because it's like the golden age of horror films like but everybody now when they think of like classic horror it's not the 60s anymore it's the 80s yeah i mean still 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one from mm-hmm. 1974, or Black Christmas. If you watch those to this day, it'll scare the shit out of you. Yeah. I mean, you won't. You probably won't be scared if you watch the Halloween because it's like. Yeah. I've already watched it five thousand <laughs> times. You know, I don't feel suspense or anxiety for the. I mean, you definitely. Like, I, I think in the right setting, you could. It's like, like, like movies Michael, like The Exorcist. Like those will still scare the shit. It's out. like watching Michael Jordan highlights if you're a fan. You yeah. know, like you're just watching Michael Jordan play. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, but if you have never seen anything about basketball before and like you kind of understand it, and then you watch Michael Jordan play. You'll be like, wow, this dude was a god. Yeah, same way if you watch Halloween. You're like, Carpenter was You'll a be genius. You'll be like, I might he didn't have become to... homosexual for Michael Jordan. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Not that e- I think that. Easy does it. <laughs> I'm, but I'm just kidding around, but you know what I mean. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I yeah. But I was going to say, like, he, uh, they, uh, this is why a lot of 80s, like, horror movies failed, I think. Uh, they tried to emulate the fact that. Michael Myers was a slasher, and they think that's the only reason he yeah. was like famous. Like, oh, it was a good slasher movie. Then people started making up all these knockoff movies and shit, and then they just bombed. They were ass. They yeah. had like a budget of like five hundred thousand dollars. They made like thirty thousand. I mean, they're still the cool. Week. Like, we like watching them. And I mean, yeah, I like them watching stuff, them, but, but you know, like they're still you know ripoffs yeah. because like yeah. what Halloween did is like they they used suspense the whole movie. They use that that trick right at the beginning. You see it from the killer's perspective. Yeah. Someone's killed, and then you see the killer's a six-year-old boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, that type of shit. And then, yeah. like, it didn't dwell on his backstory the whole time. It's mm-hmm. like, 15 years later, we're moving on. Like, right. And, like, the kills didn't have, like, heads flying off and then blood gushing mm-hmm. out of a hose out of their false yeah. cut-off <laughs> heads, you know? And, yeah. like, it wasn't just over the top. Like, it wasn't... I mean, don't get me wrong. Jason was great, but, like, I feel like Jason was kind of, like, Michael Myers, but, like, the kills are, like, you know, yeah. over-exaggerated. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that couldn't happen in real life, but we get it. Like, you know, he's, like... But but despite all that, like, the 80s is still kind of, like, the gold... Like I said, the golden era of horror. Oh, yeah. Because were... there's so much new ideas that were coming in. That's why we got all the slashers. That's why we got all those great, like, monster films. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, the iconic stuff, like The Exorcist. Uh, I think Rosemary's Baby was before that. That was way before. Yeah, I think And I like think 68. The Exorcist actually... What was The Exorcist 81? Exorcist, I think, was... Uh, or, like, no, 79? 70, 78, I think. Oh. Well, sure. but you kind of think of that as an 80s. But you know what I mean? Like, early on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Friday the 13th, you know, like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequels, yeah, yeah. and, like, all those movies. All the greats, yeah. You know? They were revolutionary, even though even if you kind of may look at some of them and be like, yeah, you know, it wasn't that great of a film. You're still a fanboy about it. Yeah. Like, you still think it's, like, the greatest thing in the world. Like, that's yeah, how we feel. If anyone asks you, name yeah. some slashers, who are you going to say? Michael, Jason, Freddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably going to end it there. You're going to just give them those three. Or oh, Cropsy. Leatherface. A lot of people Leather, don't remember Cropsy, but, you know, the diehard. Well, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. You know. Fucking nerds. Yeah. But, you know, it's just such an iconic decade. And there were so many fresh ideas, great characters, this like cheesiness factor, you know, all yeah, that cause, stuff. Cause, you know, Sound, soundtrack. Because comedy wasn't like. Nowadays, if a horror movie has a co- any like funny scenes in it, like it kind of like kills the whole tone of the movie. Like if someone's like too funny. Well, like, unless in, they're trying like, back, to be a horror comedy. Yeah, you know? but like the, sometimes they'll joke a lot and it'll yeah. like. And then the character gets killed after he makes a joke and it makes it seem like. Yeah. Yeah, they were leaning toward like making a. Like, 
don't know, too much comedic relief can ruin it. At least back in the day, they'd be like, you know, they'd give a guy a wedgie and then yeah. they would, you know, try to drown him and then they'd be like, ha, he'd be like, you guys are jerks and then they'd be laugh, ha ha ha, you know, it's yeah. shenanigans, not fucking, <laughs> not like super crazy jokes. Yeah, like, that's one thing I didn't like about the new Stephen King's, like, it. Like too many like jokes, you know, like yeah, yeah. you brought me to this crack house with this fucking clown. Like, <laughs> but they're kids, though, you yeah, know? yeah. And like Richie always like is like that as a character, basically. I know it's just like back in the but day, I it just seemed like yeah. it wasn't more so about the humor, mm. much more about like what was actually going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I get you. But it was yeah. just like back in the day it was like, hey, you jerk, your mom has <laughs> diabetes. Like, well, fuck you, Tom. And then they'd be like, that's why you're an orphan. And then they would just walk away. Like, yeah. And it would just be like, no, it's true, though. But, you know, you don't laugh your ass off. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, it's like, ha ha. It's funny. just like little. Yeah. It's like, ah, it's funny <laughs> to you. You know, it's like that type of funny. But there are a lot of films coming out now that are emulating those kind of films and it, they're just classic movies you know like you feel good watching them just like sitting down on like a friday night or whatever those are the shit and just checking you know out like an old movie and like those are the movies you go to because i think one of the most important things that not a lot of people talk about when they talk about 80s horror films and i think that you'll agree with this but i think it's real okay is that out of all of the like decades of horror 80s horror films were probably the most fun yeah they were because they were just a lot of them were like i don't know a lot of them were so shit that they were good <laughs> yeah like you know it was just over cool the top to like you could clearly tell that was a fake dummy head that fell yeah. off exactly yeah what was that uh the one we just watched recently in the fucking they were in the in the theater and that maniac escaped oh, and the stage fright yeah that I was love fucking that, great that was fucking great slasher i don't that think we talked great. about stage fright no, last episode but we're making up for it now stage fright incredible <laughs> fucking slasher film yeah if you're gonna watch an 80 slasher watch that shit that shit yeah. was actually fucking that's that like actually fucking crept good. up in my rankings for like horror movies yeah i really love that that's movie. that's top five for me for sure it's super over like over like underlooked that just you know? like cropsy it's like yeah. super underlooked but just like the brand did great at the fucking time so sleepaway camp they remade not, stage fright right yeah they did i haven't watched the new one but it's not even the same killer i agree that we should it, it's let, like a different like, mask I, under, I understand that we should let independent directors like well take here's over now but like don't be too independent to the point yeah where well look here's the thing though I i'm think gonna make this remake and have it be really bad yeah. like that's what for a film like stage fright i think that that's totally fine you know why because it's, it's a foreign horror film and uh sometimes i think they go too yeah. far like whoa with the you're, saying you're like foreigners what <laughs> no that's not what i'm saying i am a foreigner what are you talking about but look we're all foreigners i know but but no but look for real okay uh, originally it was a foreign horror film right what was it italian or french it was um i don't know the guy was a douchebag so i want to say french (laughs) like the main guy that got killed remember when he pushed that chick into him just sweet croissant (laughs) what does that mean i think it means i am a croissant (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why i said that but i was just thinking french anyway but look that movie was was great and it's actually fucking scary yeah it's foreign horror so like in order to expose that film to a a wider audience you have to put it in english i think nowadays so it has to be remade the only scary shit nowadays like any horror movie period is foreign like it seems yeah kind of they're a lot like see that's the thing like 
foreign horror has a lot of directors and basically just creative people that think outside the box more so than I think in, in their circle of horror though they haven't had like the degradation of any horror subgenre though like we have yeah I don't think so they weren't going for money grab you know why too because like, a lot of people it, can think of just some crazy fucking shit yeah. that's why I like yeah. the movies that's why you're fucking for honestly a lot of it is more like underground and at festivals um, internationally you know like I, I don't know obviously because I don't live in like a foreign country but um you know you always hear about like the french new wave and there's basically a french new wave of horror out yeah, now yeah everything out of france yeah everything out of italy mexico and, too or like spain spain a also. lot of english movies are on the come up too english, like england is stepping yeah. this fucking game up but it's not Spanish, that they lost it italian we just suck we gotta like <laughs> but i mean it's up. it's still pretty popular in america now you know but it's a lot of these newer films like insidious and conjuring and stuff like that which i like those but uh anyway i think we're getting like slightly off track those are fine but like i would say like foreign horror i would say it's more like yeah not as scary as it is fucking disturbing all right yeah, yeah. No, I, I fucking agree disturb that. the shit out of me because like so like when you try it's kind of like super taboo in america yeah. to talk about some concepts and these guys just dive right yeah. into it like here we'll give it to you right but basically uh, unless you're looking great. unless you're looking for these films in america specifically like we do um as like a mainstream movie goer or like you know you like horror but you really only kind of like go to the theater watch it and like stream it and stuff like that you're not really going to be exposed to much foreign horror because you're not looking for it and so usually when people you're just going to see on netflix they just kind of yeah glance over, over oh, i don't want to read something <laughs> right. well. you don't want to fuck you people first of all yeah. I, i'm not that's a whole other argument or another rant okay <laughs> but yeah you have to if it's good especially you have to try to like expose it to wider audience and that's the english-speaking world so it, i don't know if i always like like remaking it and making a lot of things different um but you still have to kind of do it so like i said most people won't go looking for it but you know say for like silent house right it was a spanish paranormal film it was remade in america and uh people probably didn't know about silent house the original but then when it came out in theaters in the u.s there was some talk about it you know and people like went Did to have go a name see change it. Um, no, in Spanish originally it is called the Silent House, but it's called like La Casa Muda or something like oh, a okay. Spanish title. But that's what it means. I haven't heard of it. I gotta yeah. Check but uh, obviously in the U.S. it's just called the Silent House. Gotcha. So. Um, but that was a great film. Anyway, so you know it's stuff like this. Like we have these discussions about stuff like stage fright, and uh, you know a lot of real big horror fans do have these kind of discussions and think this way about 80s horror so that's why people um will usually like throw up an homage to it you know so um there's a bunch we can talk about we're not going to talk about it for like extremely long time but you know stuff like uh cabin in the woods yeah that was great that's a uh, we'll just do a little uh what's yeah. it called like they we're not going to discuss them but we'll say uh you know, like, they're not in the top ten, but hey, props, you know? like I think Cabin in the Woods probably is, like, one of the better ones for sure. Even oh, yeah. though it's, it obviously, it's not a straight-up homage. Um, it is in the fact that a lot of the elements, like, in the film, like, all the monsters and yeah, stuff like had, that like, are the, references. You had the Jason type, you had yeah. the Pinhead type with the box. Mm-hmm. And then, Zombies. you know, when you got to that underground place, you seen mm-hmm. they had one of every type of monster. There was, was a werewolf. Like, it was, like, the yeah. government making sacrifices yeah. to, like, some ancient Sumerian gods so yeah. that they wouldn't destroy Earth. Mm-hmm. So, 
Okay. There were a lot of <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of homages in the way of like references in that film. You've got stuff like um, Beyond the Gates. That's a newer one on Netflix. You could argue with me about it. I'm not really sure, but I I would say it's kind of an homage because um, like aesthetically and story wise, it's got a lot of these elements, and they basically are like it like entranced by this like um, VHS tape but it's like uh, how do I say this like it's conscious like it it's real like it talks to them you know but like through the TV it's just this like woman when did this come out um, I don't know it's been on Netflix for like a little bit I think like 2015 2016 or something is it still there it might be it's pretty good like I wouldn't rank it anywhere near the top but I would say it's kind of like an homage um, we got behind the mask of course Behind the, the rise of Leslie Vernon. Yeah, that's one of the biggest ones. Yeah, I would say that was that's the biggest one for me. That was the first one I ever watched too. That yeah. was like an homage movie. And, it, and was that like oh oh seven oh eight? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And oh, again, eight or oh nine, I think. And again, that's that's interesting because that that's kind of in the same boat because it's not quite an eighties homage movie where it, it, it like more looks like it and stuff, but it's a ex- mockumentary. Yeah, and it explains like. Yeah. like thoroughly like what the killer does yeah. how he moves from one place to another mm-hmm. so like we get to this guy leslie vernon you know he's basically a killer and he has this person you know mm-hmm. documenting him and because you know i guess she doesn't think he's gonna really kill people right. she thought she was just <laughs> you know gonna make a documentary so he's apparently stalking this this girl right and he's playing mental games with this girl and like you know like she'll be out taking trash at her job and he'll like stand off in the distance then he'll like hide and then mm-hmm. she'll thought she see him in the corner of her eye and then he closes the door and like he messes with people just like michael myers does and he explains yeah. the importance of that in the mm-hmm. you know in the mockumentary he's telling like the main chick like yo so you got to scare her that yeah and he explains like how like most killers can like <laughs> just breathe underground yeah and he like apparently digs up his grandpa who was like inside of like a inside the dirt i think he had a straw like they had a straw in his mouth and he was like breathing he's like yeah all you need is a a straw to breathe and you know you can live out here you know people won't find you you know and then it shows like how like you know when you see michael myers walking after someone and then he's at another place well leslie vernon explains that you have to sprint there as fast as you can so it's It's cool it's it's definitely like this behind the scenes of like how killers do what they do like the rules of 80s horror are actually like in the film like they're understood and like they they have to follow them in order to like attain that level of status and this had that awesome m night Shyamalan style twist at the end yeah where it was revealed that the girl that he was stalking wasn't the virgin the one that was filming the documentary was yeah she that, had was to his, be the one, that was his real final girl and she had to be the one to kill him and there was yeah. never a sequel to this movie but he lived at the end of the movie yeah like they showed after the credits he was fine that was, that was not fine great. but he was alive <laughs> yeah another one is uh the final girls that was fucking they get great. sucked into the uh, movie where it's a slasher movie at uh, campground of course it's, it's basically a Jason ripoff but that's kind of the point yeah you know like that's why it's an homage like there's they're actually stuck in an like an 80s horror film but it's present day you know like they're from real life right now and they have to try and survive it using their like movie knowledge and the one girl who's in the movie uh, her mom died but her mom played one of the characters yeah so she gets to meet her in the movie and she tries oh, to yeah, get her yeah, to come yeah. back with her because yeah, her mom's dead and whatever. But her mom ends up getting killed and she yeah. has to be the one to take out, quote unquote, the maniac who we right. all know is, quote unquote, Jason. 
Yeah, right. It, yeah, no, exactly. That that movie is, is a perfect example. Um, but we've got two that we kind of wanted to highlight talking about this. And uh, what's yours, Sam? Mine's is The Sleeper. Now, I always talk about Black Christmas from 1974. If you saw that movie, that movie had a remake. But what you didn't know is I had another remake called The Sleeper. It came out in 2012. It wasn't an official remake, but yeah. you can tell it was. It was like, like a spiritual it was like, remake. It was like yeah. you know what Nosferatu was for Dracula. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like basically <laughs> the same story because in the remake yeah. of the original Black Christmas, Billy's revealed that his uh, daughter, sister, and him are killers, and they snuck out of. Well, he snuck out of the mental institution. She's been out. Yeah. She's been living in the sorority house that used to be her house. Blah blah blah. It gives him a whole backstory. The kills were cool in that movie, but the. I don't know. I liked it, but it wasn't like the original. It didn't have any, like, not too much suspense. You could tell, like, when people were going to, like, get killed because they, mm. they were turned around for too long yeah. and the camera would change to behind them and stuff. It had of those, like, common elements, you know, that, like, that make us feel safe and. <laughs> exactly. Good. But The Sleeper was more like. It had 80 cinematography too, and the quality was like not great at all. Mm-hmm. Seemed like it was filmed yeah. on one of those old timey cameras. Yeah, it probably was. It probably but the the soundtrack, like the score, was very similar. Yeah, the score was very similar. The practical effects. Practical effects. Yeah. It had also the the guy making the same phone calls and whispering on the phone, making the threatening phone calls. And they would, I forgot what they called him, but, you know, the headmistress was like, oh, to the cop, oh, this guy keeps calling here. Da, 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 just like. You know, in Black Christmas, the girls that lived at the sorority house were like, hey, this psycho keeps calling us, and he keeps moaning on the phone. But in this one, you know, the detective takes it seriously. He stays with them. He ends up getting clobbered by this white-eyed guy, so let's let's start at the beginning. The killer was creepy. So there's this guy calling the sorority Black Christmas style. Okay, he's like, it shows him in like a basement, and he has a bunch of girls' faces, and one of them is like... Not their faces, their pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) He has pictures of their faces. Like, right, it's not, not like their, their literal, faces. literal faces hanging yeah, on the wall. Yeah, that would have been a better idea. <laughs> Probably. He just takes yeah. those after he's done with them. Right. That's sick. But anyways, you see him in the basement, and he like crosses out the girl he's about to kill, and he puts Z, 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 Z yeah. by her. That's why it's the sleeper. Yeah. We just know he's crazy, and he's just killing girls he's stalking. Uh, we didn't know that in the original Black Christmas, like, that he was stalking anybody. Yeah. We just It was revealed that the guy was living in the house. This guy wasn't. He was living in the school. Yeah. <laughs> But he was still, like, hunting them. Yeah, which was fucking weird. How do you not know you just have a murderer in the basement of the right. school? Yeah. Like, there's no janitors? Yeah, somebody has to go down there. Unless he, like, that's he too is weird. the janitor. That's too convenient. Yeah. Maybe. And, uh, you know, the girls start disappearing one by one. They get missing persons reports. And this guy just always comes out of nowhere and just either clobbers somebody with the hammer, cuts their throat, yeah. hangs them. Some shit is always happening. It's, like, more like high paced than the original yeah. black christmas because there's more shit going on but it had the exact same atmosphere like like the really 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 similar yeah. score i so, thought all the kills were like great too yeah the best part is when the detective was uh looking at out the front door mm-hmm. and this guy just came up running behind him with a hammer and just yeah. clobbered his shit yeah the running scenes though like yeah they were really good yeah i love a good running kill scene just like in the strangers you know yeah man like they there's not many many like chases nowadays either yeah. like that's what this movie had at the end like he chased her down to the school she got the upper hand on him he grabbed her and apparently she like blacked out and like the officer shot yeah. him or something that's, that's why these movies are so great because they know what made 80s horror films like memorable and iconic and they take a lot of these elements and put them into you know contemporary films 
and like stuff that we know like oh this movie came out in 2016 but it looks like it was shot in the 80s or like has elements from the 80s like that's cool you know like it doesn't mean that you just have to watch 80s horror but if you do and you watch these movies and you're like oh you know this is cool like they did this yeah i remember after i watched this movie i was just like shit yeah i gotta show someone this yeah that's how i felt i don't know why it was so key the sleeper 2012 look it up that's why i was so excited while i was watching i was like damn like you know they use this like great like practical effect makeup for like the face when he just like caves your face in and shit yeah you could tell it was a dummy but like kind of not but it was cool yeah it was like i was like damn that's so 80s um mine that i wanted to talk about was the house of the devil and uh if you're kind of a more independent horror fan then you've probably heard of at least or seen this one yourself um and i love this film i honestly think it's uh one of the most underrated horror films that have come out in like the past uh, i don't know this movie came out in like 2012 2013 or something like that um but it, it was just really good it, it's it's pretty slow like it's definitely a slow burn horror film um but this was so halloween though so oh yeah those are always the best but even, i think this one's even slower honestly but it's it's not so slow that it's boring because there's so many other like interesting parts of the film like the whole atmosphere the tension the mystery and then it throws in these like crazy scenes in between all that stuff like stuff that's not even happening at the location like in the setting like is it relevant to the film though but it is relevant to the film but you kind of have to piece that together sort of you know like there's some cool mysteries I, i think it's really good and it's such a clear 80s homage film because first of all it's set in the 80s so there you go and not only that (laughs) not only that the score is very 80s all the cinematography and probably the most important thing no digital effects uh no digital effects it's all like practical effects and i think it was actually shot on film like real film um i could be wrong it could be digital and they could have you know added some like effects to it but i'm not 100 percent sure but it looks like it was filmed on actual like you know movie film see the thing with that 80s score is like like i don't know if you take the score out a lot of these movies they probably wouldn't seem so scary the music is there to like just let you know like that yeah. there's like really some danger and like some shit's about to go down. That's why the buildup is so like, good. Look at some their, crazy shit's about to all like, happen. Look at their outfits and like look at her hair and stuff. We're watching like a little bit of a trailer, but this movie is super 80s. The whole cinematography, the whole look of the film, it looks like it was shot in 19 like 84 or something. So it, it's such a clear homage, and. uh I don't know. I just love it. The dude from uh, Your Next is in there. The, like the main, like the boyfriend guy. And uh, God, what is what is her name? She's been in some some stuff recently. Uh, Jocelyn Donahue. That's who. Also Tom Noonan, that really tall motherfucker, <laughs> is is in this film. It's just a great movie because it's so. It's kind of like quiet. I want to say that's how I want to describe it. Um, but it's super tense. Oh, Greta Gerwig also stars in this for any of you like Lady Bird fans. And there's kind of a big buildup, but it's worth it, you know. And it's kind of a simple twist at the end too. 
but it's really effective. I don't know. You just have to watch it. And if you haven't, uh, damn, I gave all spoilers in my little. Yeah, no, I don't want to <laughs> give any. I don't want to give any spoilers because honestly, it's a, like a mysterious film. Like you kind of want to know what's going on. You know, like there isn't there isn't much given away in this movie. Look at the tagline. So that's why I'm not giving. Talk on the away. phone. Finish your homework. Watch TV. Die. die. Yeah. How great is that? That's great. Isn't that so eighties? So I don't know. I love this movie. I can't watch it that many times because I'm always like, ah, I already know what happens. I just want to get to the end so I like can see what happens. But no, it's a really good movie, and um, I love the director too, Ty West. He's done a other uh, a lot of other great like slow burn horror. He did uh, the Sacrament, the Innkeepers. I love the Innkeepers. Great ghost movie, um, and he was a director on VHS, and then he's done some other stuff. Uh, oh, he did Cabin Fever 2. ABCs of Death. He yeah. did M for Miscarriage. Yeah. Um, he's he's done some other TV oh, shit, shows the and stuff. Oh, Scream TV series? Yeah, he, he directed an episode of uh, the Scream TV show. So He's pretty well known in the horror community. I heard something like he's not going to be doing any more horror films, which is, I don't know. He did the Exorcist that'd be, TV that'd show, be too. That'd be fucky. He recorded episode. Yeah, so... Yeah, he's he's great. Like he knows how to build tension. Like that's what I really like about him Ooh, as a Cabin Fever Two. I don't know about yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Cabin Fever Two is pretty all right. But just to, so to conclude our main discussion here, I feel like eighties homage films are so important because it really helps kind of bring back and highlight this different era of horror in in our culture and this that whole decade has influenced so much of our movies now that i think it's i think it's more of like a tribute you know and i think that's important to have and it all it kind of takes you back to like a different era especially for us because we weren't born in the 80s it has its importance in like uh those respects but like i don't think it being a tribute movie is like the most important thing about it. I think the fact that it's bringing a lot of those old elements back. Yeah, exactly. Like, even like the old score. Like, mm-hmm. we don't need like, and <laughs> every like you know right. demon movie like the insidious sound. Like, yeah. we don't need that. We don't need you know quietness throughout the whole film. Like, yeah. and then just one jump scare, and then the score sounds like yeah. there has to be some sort of tension. Otherwise, like, there's like no context mm-hmm. really if there's no score like and you know honestly the you don't know what's gonna happen you don't know yeah. how to feel you don't know how the director wants you to feel during the sequence right. and it just feels dead so they need to nowadays movies need to stop doing that everyone dies shit everyone's getting that from paranormal activity and it's bullshit stop doing that yeah. bring back some of the older elements use some like stop putting CGI in the fucking film we can tell yeah. when it's especially when you independent <laughs> I, I see them when they Use that cheap, Some, yeah, that, sometimes that cheap it's fucking, really good, that cheap fucking CGI. Sometimes it's really good, but practical effects are just so much more effective, you know. It take longer, yeah, yeah but I, I don't know. Um, well, just don't have your guy dying for more than one scene. Yeah, it'll be fine. Like, no, that's that's true. So that's that's kind of what we think about those kind of films. I think they're super important. I love watching them. Um, let us know what you think, and uh, you know if we missed a couple like good '80s homage films, please let us know. Um, you know, we don't always get to like think of all the ones that we want to talk about. Even if we like know about them, it'll just like slip our mind. So yeah, and even if we didn't know about them, by the time we find out, like yeah. it would take a lot of catching up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, a lot of movies to watch. Um, our last segment of this episode is going to be the one, the only, chopping the block. chopping block. 
I've been waiting for this. Yeah. Um, we watched this movie a couple weeks ago, but it's still pretty fresh in my mind. Um, yeah, hell yeah, I remember this clearly. And this week's movie is going to be pretty newly released on Netflix, The Ritual. How's, how long has it been? Like a month now? Something like that. I don't know. But it's a Netflix original. Um, I didn't watch it until you told me, like, hey, watch it. I mean, I saw it oh, all the time. February 9th. So, yeah, it's been it's a little more than over a month. month, yeah. But I bet there's, like, people like me who mm-hmm. just scrolled yeah, I mean, over and were like, hey, I don't want to watch that in the woods bullshit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was a really good film, It was film, good, though. yeah. Originally, like, I didn't... I don't know. All those in the woods movies disappoint me because it's either, like, a witch or a monster. Yeah, and, like, which this was. And and you, <laughs> yeah, but we got a better glimpse of it. Yeah. And, like, the... Like, it was actually revealed. Yeah, and what it is, we kind of, like, knew, like, it wasn't explained in full mm-hmm. depth, but it was near the end of the movie. But it's it was like, a really cool concept. Yeah, it was. Which it wasn't what I was thinking it was going to be. I, you know? I, I thought it was going to be some crazy shit. I mean... Yeah, but you didn't know it was going to be what it actually was. No, I didn't know it was going to be... I kind of, they they kind of draw some hints. <laughs> the son of a god. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, not even that. It was a little different, but... Anyway. Technically it, not. It's... But it's a really cool creature. Um, it's not what you would think when you just like first start up the movie. Even the description doesn't really give a whole lot away. Um, but it's really cool. It's technically a very well done film. I feel like I wasn't like criticizing the cinematography, and I wasn't criticizing the editing or the lighting or the sound or really any of that stuff or the acting even I thought the acting was great yeah I was just enjoying this shit yeah this I isn't one I of those movies like time. look at this fucking shot this fucking yeah. sucks why would they do that like it wasn't yeah, you it just kind of shut the fuck up and watched it you know like, yeah cause it was it was intriguing too like stuff was happening even when it wasn't happening you know yeah. what I mean and uh, there wasn't many of those moments where like something wasn't happening but it was really cool it, it brought back that you know you hear a noise that couldn't possibly exist somewhere like in the woods and you try to go like look for it or you try to run away and it ends up getting closer and closer and closer and then eventually it really picks up and you kind of like learn what it is you know like i don't know i like those kind of movies yeah i do too like there's like a sense of like and i like the fact that they don't show what it is like yeah they show enough of it though they don't show like just five fucking seconds like you remember right. Blair Witch the new one yeah you don't see her until the end and she's just like this like yellow like this lanky, giant thing like, yeah, yeah this lanky ass piece of shit I mean I liked like, that but yeah it, wasn't, yeah, that was cool, it was only but, for like a little bit yeah it was alright but this one had like yeah I mean you see people get yanked like right in front of you you know yeah. and you see them get like dragged Those and then you used to see a dude hanging from a tree like and this thing is pretty yeah. fucking sentient. Like, if it's sending messages yeah. like that to people. Well, it's really only... So, it's really only revealed toward the end of the film. But it um, wasn't, like, a five-second thing, and it's like... Yeah, oh, no. It was, like, you. a good portion, like, 20 minutes at least. 20, 30 minutes. But you see glimpses of it here and there when it starts killing people. And I just think that adds a lot of tension. It adds, like, enough stuff in between where you can get kind of hype. There were multiple times where we were just, like... Did you see that thing behind the tree? And then we had to like go back and like you had to rewind it just to, so you could see it. I know? thought it was gonna like be some like crazy fucking twist, like oh it's one of them, you know? Like <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, no, I was thinking that too because like especially the main character, um, basically they're going on this trip to because they were planning on it anyway, but now it's to celebrate. Uh, not celebrate that's the wrong word but honor the death of one of their like yeah. like one of their gang basically who like him and yeah. the main character were like held up at this liquor store or something and uh, the friend died so 
Um, so it's kind of in honor of that guy. So it's four buddies going on this like hiking trip and uh, they try to cut through the woods and, and basically you know, weird shit starts happening. But there were a lot of really cool like trippy elements, mainly with the main character. Like he would see these scenes kind of flashing back to like the night where his you know he watched his friend die but they weren't really flashbacks you know yeah they were like he was just having like ptsd attacks yeah but they were like he felt that they were really real they were like hallucinations basically so that's why for a little while i wasn't actually sure like what this thing in the woods was like i had a lot of theories which now looking back at it it does kind of make sense why all that stuff was happening to him um which i don't want to give it away but um, it was really cool. It made you think. The creature was awesome. The premise was really good. Yeah, it seemed like the creature was like a metaphor for like the embodiment of all this guy's guilt. Because yeah, he, he felt responsible for the death of his friend. And yes. you know damn well, since he caused his death, causing these people to come to the woods yeah. and mourn his death, he indirectly caused their deaths mm-hmm. too. And that monster is like, you know, he killed his... So, it's yeah. Kinda, it's it kind of... It's like no, one of those yeah, guilt yeah. trip movies. <laughs> But not like the Babadook. No, no, no. So if you're thinking no, like... There's a real monster in this Yeah, show. if you're thinking uh, like about that film, when you hear that, I promise this movie is definitely worth watching. Um, I really like... Com- I like the Babadook, but I think I might actually like this movie a little bit more. I don't know. I like the know? Babadook because it was about a demon. So you know I'm more into yeah. demon, more to the paranormal than monster movies. But then we find out the Babadook's just fucking guilt and yeah. that kind of but this this isn't really like without giving anything away really this isn't really that so check out the ritual uh we are not chopping this film we no, definitely recommend that you go see it um it's out on netflix just check it out and uh yeah if you're looking for like a good like monster movie that makes you think and is actually scary and like atmospheric this is definitely i think the right one so yep 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 this movie i give it two horns up yeah definitely so that's the chopping block for this week's episode before we wrap it up i just wanted to kind of say one thing kind of offer something to our listeners if you've made it this far thank you we were expecting it because it was so entertaining no i'm just kidding um douchebag no no you but you guys are not and if you've reached this point um i just want to say since this is our fifth episode we kind of wanted to maybe help you guys out with kind of like what we are all about and kind of who we are as people um because i feel like it's important to kind of connect not only from our perspective with the audience but the audience's perspective with us yeah you know so because this is kind of just one-sided yeah so we're kind of opening up sort of a Q&A kind of a thing. I don't know. I think this could be cool. Hopefully we get a few questions and then next uh, episode we'll answer whatever questions we have. So if you have any questions for us, doesn't really matter about what. Don't ask me about remakes. You know what I'm going to yeah. say. <laughs> Preferably something horror related or like about us and horror, you know, something like that. Relevant stuff. But if you want to ask me some random question, that's fine. Um, we're going to try to answer all the ones that we get. So ask us whatever you want just like post in the comments on facebook through the sports radio detroit post or on podbean or like the srd website or any of that stuff you can just post or if you know us personally you can you know 
get it to us however you can get it to us probably facebook yeah so you can find us on the sports radio detroit website yep that's probably the best way um ask us whatever you want please and next episode we'll we'll answer them um apart from that i think that we'll be seeing everybody in the next episode yes tune in next week on grave discussions <laughs> <laughs>